0: Welcome to the floor, fantasy and sci-fi lore. We are diving back into D&D, the world of beer Torell, the continent of Faerun, and the story of Baldur's Gate 3. So, if you are unfamiliar, there was Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, then there were a series of Baldur's Gate adventures for the PlayStation, and then we got Baldur's Gate 3 as far as video games concerned. However, between the events of Baldur's Gate 2 and Baldur's Gate 3, there is a very key adventure that takes place, and that is Descent into Avernus. And we are about to start covering that story and that adventure for everyone who doesn't play the tabletop or is currently enjoying some other adventure on their tabletop and doesn't have time to dive into that. So we are going to go into that. However, we do want to give you some backstory on a very important city uh, called El Torell. So this will be, be- or the beginning of our coverage here. Now understanding this story about El Elturel will help you understand the descent into Avernus story and a lot of other things. So that's why we are starting here. El Elturel, if you are unfamiliar, is a city very much like Baldur's Gate. but it, And it is along the same major river, but it is deeper into the continent. So they are almost like sister cities. So, if you are looking for deeper lore about D&D, El or just bridging that gap from Baldur's Gate 2 to Baldur's Gate 3 story, this is the episode you're looking for and where you want to start. Roll the intro. Another adventure, another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. El Tyrell begins as a troll stronghold along the river Siunthar. And so, as I mentioned, this is the same river that Baldur's Gate is on. It's a major trading river. And the trolls are using it as a toll location, right? You want to go down their river, you want to cross the river, they're going to charge you for it. Now, there's a high peak at the top where it's very easy for them to build a bridge across the river, but it also creates a very natural defense there. And eventually, this is taken over by humans who build a castle. From there, the, the military group that takes over this area is known as the Riders of El Terrell. And since it's just a castle and a lot of surrounding farmland, they're mostly riding mounts around the area, which is why they're known as the Riders. It becomes a kind of refuge for a lot of people as it is a protected area. So you get farmers coming in. And the more people you have farming and generating food outside the city, the bigger the city itself can grow. And while still a struggling independent uh, city-state, Elturel joined what's known as the Lord's Alliance. We have mentioned this in our coverage of Baldur's Gate content in the past. But the Lord's Alliance is city-states where you don't have a royal family with a lot of territory. Rather, you just have these independent cities uh, and their surrounding farmlands. And so they join this alliance to protect each other from the big uh, kingdoms and other threats that might come up, a horde of works and different things like that. So that's what the Lord Alliance is. And they join that with Baldur's Gate. So in the year 1281, a cult of Malar smuggled wild beasts into the city of El Terrell. And then unleashed them and uh, there was just blood in the streets everywhere as these animals were going crazy. So they called a wild hunt and adventurers came from all over Faerun to hunt the cities and surround hunting monsters in the city and surrounding area. So even after this big event, there continued to be growth in the city in the 1300, so in 1300 DR, that's Dell Reckoning if you didn't listen to our beginning of D&D episodes there. The devils begin to slaughter livestock and burn villages and drag people away captive. Now, by this time, El is no longer just a city. It's a small kingdom, and it refers to that area as Eltergard, right? The city of El and the surrounding villages that it guards and their farmland. Uh, so the leaders of the riders of El Lord Delt, uh, and a paladin of Torm, turned to his people, and he asked them to pray to their god Torm for help. And help arrived in the form of an angel named Rhea Mantelmorn. and She told the writers that there was a great blood war between the devils of hell and the demons of the abyss. And she believed that this was the best time for the angels to declare war. But the other angels had disagreed with her. And so she was glad that she could have this mortal army at her back to charge into the nine hells and drive them back. So she promises to lead them ...into Avernus, which is the first layer of the Nine Hells... ...to rescue their people, slay the devils responsible for it... ...and then seal the gate by which they were entering Eltergard. So paladins of Torm and the riders of Elterel agree... ...and there's this huge celebration as they send them out uh, on this mission. In a couple of days, only a very few return. They claim that the armies of the devils were too many... They lost more men than they could save. Even the angel Rhea Mantelmorn didn't survive. But they did seal the gate, and so Elturel was safe from future invasions from these devils. And at this time, the riders uh, were made into an order of paladins known as the Hell Riders. In the mid-1400s, the High Rider of Elturel, uh, was discovered to be a vampire lord and with his discovery he ordered all his minions that he had charmed throughout the se- city and undead that he'd been hiding in the sewers to attack the city and so every night just it was a just slaughter in the streets as these undead and evil creatures would come out and then every morning When the sun would dawn, they would have to go into hiding. And so every night, the people of Elturel just prayed that the dawn would come sooner. And then one day, it did. A high priest of Torm appeared and called forth a miracle. And a second sun rose up over Elturel and destroyed all the undead because they were completely unprepared for this sun to appear in the middle of the night. And the second sun never set. And so the city becomes known as the city of two sons. With the high rider gone, because he was a vampire lord and killed by the second son, there was no one to rule the city. And it is a, and so they turned to the miracle bringer, which was Thavius Krieg. And instead of having a high rider ruling over the city, they proclaim uh, it a theocracy, now ruled over by a priest who is the high observer over the city, so it's a complete kind of shift in their government at this point. As a result of the second sun, thousands pilgrimage to the city to see it, and they call it the Companion, short for the Companion Sun. And they offer their prayers to it in the hope that it will also grant them a miracle. So, not long after the time of troubles, the god of Elturel Torm was slain, along with many others. But the com- companion sun continued to burn. Then in 1492, the companion sun vanished. And a moment later, El Terrell does as well. Refugees flee to Baldur's Gate. And this is where we begin the adventure descent into Avernus. So stick around. Subscribe if you need to, and we will continue releasing content here. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Feel free to write in if there's something you think we missed, we got wrong, or just about a universe you're interested in. Now, if you just want to dive into the catalog, that is available wherever you get the podcast, However, a lot of our listeners are interested in specific worlds and specific lore and the best way to get exactly what you're looking for is actually on our patreon page there's a few features there that can really just help you find exactly what you're looking for so one is tags i have a friend who he loves dnd he loves eberron but his favorite thing of all is house caneth and we've got a ton of episodes on that and so on the patreon site he can just type in caneth and all our episodes on house caneth will come up or eberron And all of Eberron come up. So we have covered things from uh, D&D, Faerun, Eberron, Cyberpunk, the Monsterverse, Kaiju if you like your giant monsters, the Xenoverse, Witcher, Marvel, DC. So if you're looking for a specific world, uh, we've even got Dune in there. You can uh, use the Patreon, the tags, and the collections to find the exact world you're looking for. For some people, this is the lore they're looking for. And for other people, maybe they've stumbled onto a universe they've never really encountered before, and they're just loving it, but none of their friends are into it yet. And they just don't have anyone to talk about it with. And the floor is a perfect place to just be able to join a conversation on this topic. And we are always happy to get emails when you write in. And as we get more and more of these, we will start releasing listener mail from these diverse topics so that you can join this conversation. That is patreon.com backslash floor fantasy and lore. And we have a link in every set of show notes. So it should be easy to find and uh, hope you find what you're looking for and you enjoy what you find.